Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, Christian in Progress. My name is Samuel Perez, and just a little bit about myself, I am a former gay stripper. Yep, that's right, you heard that correctly. (laughs) I left behind the homosexual lifestyle to walk with Christ, and this podcast is all about how I do it, why I do it, and to help others like me and educate those that aren't like me. I want to talk, but I really want to talk about what a real life with Jesus looks like in 2021. Nothing is off limits, and I want to be as transparent as I possibly can be. Before we get started, I want to let everybody know that this podcast is completely free to listen to, and we do accept donations, and we have some awesome rewards and gifts for those who want to become patrons of the podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Podbean, click on the description and you'll find the link to becoming a patron of the podcast, which means that you'll be making a regular monthly commitment. And we also have my website, SamuelAbrahamPerez.com, where you can find resources to give through PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. On today's episode, (laughs) this one is going to be a tough one for me. Um, we're going to be talking all about gay marriage and what would you do um, or if what would you do if you were invited to a gay marriage or let's say if you were asked to go to a gay marriage, you know, as I was researching this and um, as I looked online, as I looked through some of the books that I have behind me uh, speaking about uh, same sex attraction or just homosexuality in general uh, the, (laughs) the general consensus that I got was, no, you should not go to a gay marriage. Um, before we get into that and what I think about that, um, whether or not you should go to a gay marriage, um, let's just, let's just, let's reflect. Okay. First off, why is this such a, like such a huge, important, um, what would seem, an, an important issue within Christianity today. Like, it, it seems as though um, thinking about you being invited to a gay marriage is like at the top of the list of questions that you should totally know and understand and have answered for yourself. And, you know, I love it because sometimes in, in this Christian culture that we have today in America, we put so much uh, we put so much focus on things that are just not in scripture and not even covered in scripture. Um, we put less focus on learning God's word, understanding God's word, understanding who God is, um, loving God, worshiping God, and we put so much focus on main issues like this to the point that I have to get on YouTube and I have to talk about gay marriage and whether or not I would attend a gay marriage. Um, one of the reasons why I decided to to do this specific podcast is um, not really so much that I wanted to talk about gay marriage um, <laughs> or even that I wanted to give my opinion because I mean most most of you guys you know you know me you um, you've probably watched a lot of my videos. I love to keep things uh, transparent and vulnerable and real with you guys. Um, I never want to act as if I am something that I'm not or trying to put on a show for you guys or entertaining you guys. That's not really what I'm here to do. Um, I created this YouTube channel so that I could start talking about the things that nobody really wanted to talk about in the church. And I also created this YouTube channel to be able to help people who struggle with same-sex attraction have someone they can identify with, um, relate to, and also have that person, which is me, teach them the Word of God um, and how to get closer to God. I know that, first off, if, if I was growing up in the church <laughs> and um, and I heard that there was somebody out there that was making videos about God and they had the exact same struggle, I think I would have been their number one fan. Um, I was like a very much a fan of people who were speaking about things like same-sex attraction. For example, Joe Dallas and Christopher um, Juan. I believe that's how you say his last name. Um, I have both of their books behind me. Um, I used to read those, um, and it, and it was really awesome, you know, to just think, oh wow, there's there's people out there who have been through my struggle, um, and really Joe Dallas is like, mm, I wouldn't necessarily consider him like a full on homosexual, like a full on you know gay person. He was bisexual, really. He still had feelings for other females. So even within those two people, <laughs> I really only had one who I could really identify with, and that was you know Christopher Juan, but. Um, Something really interesting uh, to me is that that's why I started this YouTube channel. 
I was like, I, I know that there are people out there um, that are struggling with same-sex attraction and they're looking for someone who understands what they're going through. Um, and I don't really necessarily have to be the greatest theologian or know every single thing about scripture that I possibly can know. Um, I mean, I can try because I love it. I love scripture and I love learning about it. I'm a biblical literature student, so um, that's something that is one of my passions. Um, but I think really at the end of the day, people are gonna be watching my videos and listening to me just because they relate to me. Um, they feel as though I can understand them. So um, going back to the gay marriage, you know, um, it's not really something that I wanted to talk about um, on this podcast. But I'm going to talk about it because I have to bring light to this issue and also why it's so important today, um, why it's so important to Christians mostly, what are some objections that I have to it. Um, and as I was, I, I always plan out my podcast, so I do kind of like a, a document and um, I, I, I put bullet points and things that I want to talk about and really just to prepare for this podcast, it was really difficult for me. Um, there's just so many different opinions online. Um, they're pretty much the same consensus is like, no, you should not go to a gay wedding. You should not go to a gay wedding, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I really think uh, even even in the people that I did see on YouTube, for example, Dr. Michael Brown or Alan Parr, I think that's how you say his name, uh, some of these mo more well-known YouTubers, um, when I was listening to them, they at the end they're like well this is between you and god and what god is asking you to do but this is you know the scripture evidence that i have um and really there's not that much evidence you know homosexuality is talked about so it's talked about not frequently within the scriptures um but it's talked about enough to know that okay um god doesn't want us to be in same-sex attracted relationships um and that shouldn't even be our goal at the end of the day that the goal really should be that we are um, having a deeper, more intimate relationship with God and making sure that God is becoming our everything in life. And so um, <laughs> making those bullet points on the document, uh, it was difficult for me, really, honestly. Uh, and, and, and usually it's not that difficult and I'm excited to talk about what I'm gonna speak about on, on the podcast. And I am excited to talk about this thing. Um, but it's also just so hard because um, I've got so many thoughts racing through my head of, of what I could say or um, scriptures that I could bring up to kind of validate my own point um, and what I believe. But really, at the end of the day, what does it matter what Samuel believes? You know, what does it matter if you're listening to this? Like, um, obviously, I want you guys to listen to podcasts. <laughs> this is uh, this is uh, this is what I love to do. You know, if no one is listening, I would I, pro I would probably still do it. But um, I want you guys to listen. But it doesn't. At the end of the day, it's not going to make or break whatever I think you should do or whatever I think is um, important. Um, is is really it's it's not going to matter. What matters is what Scripture says and um, and what the Holy Spirit is telling you directly. So um, as I was going online, obviously the one thing that I did find out was that a lot of these theologians or people who do know Scripture they'll say no, you should not go to a gay marriage. But I think it I think it's really it's it's much more deeper than that. Um, I, and and we have we have to kind of place ourselves in those circumstances. Um, when I am invited to a gay wedding, first off, for, first off, if you're asking yourself, okay, I know that there are a lot of people who, you know, they, they're Christians and they basically they just go online and they just look up questions about what um, things they should, they feel like they should know. Um, but what are the odds that someone is actually going to invite you to a gay wedding, especially if you're a Christian and you don't have any gay friends um, and most Christians don't have gay friends? unless you came out of that lifestyle or you were, um, or you have a testimony where you were very involved in a sinful lifestyle. But most of the time, a lot of Christians that I know uh, don't have any gay friends. You know, I have a lot of gay friends because that was my life for a very long time. I was, I was in that lifestyle for, since I was 15 years old, all the way up until I was 22 years old. And that's when I received, um, you know, Jesus as my savior. And that's why I have so many friends. So for me, yes, it is it is likely. Like, for example, I have, uh, I have a friend. I have a best friend. Well, I don't know if I would consider him my best friend, but he was my best friend while I was in that lifestyle. Um, I won't name any names. Um, but I know that if he finds someone, he's probably going to want to invite me to his wedding. 
um i don't even know if he'll want to invite me to his wedding honestly because like he knows how strongly i feel um about same-sex attracted um or same-sex relationships and maybe he would want for me to be there but honestly i don't even think like if 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 he knows that i don't approve of this marriage if he knows that i don't approve of of his relationship um even though he loves me, I'm not sure if he would even want me there, you know? So just the odds of you being invited to a gay wedding is very low. And that to me is just like, can we focus on things that are just like, uh, I'm not focusing on things that maybe might happen in your lifetime or, you know, you don't even have any gay friends. So like, it probably won't happen to you. And you're just like, I absolutely have to know whether or not I can go to a gay marriage. Like this is, this is, I, I think really at the, de- the end of the day, I think Christians are just bored. <laughs> like I think they're just bored they're bored with scripture um they're bored and they want to look up issues or or maybe they're infuriated that the world around them has a sin which we should be you know like sin is not a good thing you know um but I think wasting our efforts hating sin and um not trying to love people around us I think is just it's really a waste of time for me um so yeah, I think just the odds of being invited to a gay wedding, I think that's uh, that's really interesting. Um, I don't, I really don't think that many Christians will be invited to gay weddings per se. I think someone in my, and, and who knows, you know, I, I received, I remember a couple of months back ago, I received a message from someone on Inst, uh, Facebook, Facebook Messenger, and they were telling me that their father uh, was involved in a gay relationship and um that that they didn't go to the to the marriage or to the wedding ceremony or whatever um so you know there are some circumstances i can't say that there are not circumstances there are circumstances where a christian believer will be given the opportunity uh to go to a gay marriage and whether or not they should go but i don't think i don't think going on youtube or on google and i'm and i'm basically i'm not this is not good for my ministry (laughs) because my ministry is all about talking about these types of things um so for me to come on here and say i don't think it's a good idea for you to go on youtube and just make up your mind based on what i think or what dr michael brown thinks or alan parr thinks um i think it's so much deeper than that and i think we have to have a more um we have to have a, a real relationship with god and have god answer that question have the holy spirit answer that question for us because it says in scripture that we should walk in the spirit and walking with the spirit means that I am asking the Holy Spirit what I should do on the daily. I'm asking the Holy Spirit what I should eat, which um, I don't usually do, but I should <laughs> because I've been eating pretty bad. Um, but and that's something that convicts me because the Holy Spirit's like, you didn't ask me permission to eat this or you didn't ask me permission to wear this or what, you know, there's things that if we're walking in the spirit and the Holy Spirit is supposed to be our best friend and the Holy Spirit is a person, you know, um, I should be asking the Holy Spirit about everything in my life um, and walking with the Holy Spirit. That's what walking with the Holy Spirit means. You know, it's like it's it's me literally just walking with the Holy Spirit. So I think um, it's really it's interesting to me um, that some people, they just want to go on YouTube or Google and kind of find the answer in some article and just do whatever that article is telling them to do or that video is telling them to do. That's why um, I'm being super transparent. I'm not coming on here and being like, this is what I believe and this is what you should believe and this is what you should do. You know, um, I'm really, I'm, I'm telling you guys, you need to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You need to have a relationship with God. And I can't necessarily answer that question for you. I can tell you what I think, but even what I think is that is that really that much more important? I can give you a perspective because I live that lifestyle. I know what it's like to be in that lifestyle. I know what it's like to be a person who has those feelings and um, are ultimately hurt by Christians and because Christians treat them just so badly sometimes. Um, so that's good. That's a good reason to be wanting to watch my video and to be seeing my perspective. You know, those are those are good reasons. You know, it's like, oh, well, he's lived through it. I want to know his perspective in that way. It can kind of help influence my decision, obviously, with the Holy Spirit um, as to whether or not I should go to this gay marriage or so. So, <laughs> so essentially, um, moving on to my next kind of bullet point, um, I would, you know, if someone asked me whether or not I would go to a gay marriage, um, like, for example, my best friend um, or my best friend who was with me in that lifestyle, 
um, if they asked me to go to their marriage, um, their gay marriage, I would ask, I would ask my friend, why do you want me to be there? You know, and um, I would really analyze the type of relationship that I have with that person. So, for example, if I get if I get <laughs> if I get a random invitation in my mail one day, um, asking me to go to his gay marriage, and I don't I don't really know that person that well. Maybe we had one conversation. Um, it'll be really easy for me to say no, just solely on the fact that I'm like, oh, first off, I'm 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 busy. <laughs> I'm I'm usually working a lot. I like to work. I like making content for you guys. Um, and what I do with my time is really important to me when I'm not making content. I'm usually spending time with God or, um, spending time at the gym, uh, <laughs> so I can look good on camera <laughs> and also just take care of my body, you know, physically. Um, but if I got this random invitation for someone that I just, I, I didn't know, um, I think the answer would probably be no, unless, unless I went to the Holy Spirit and I asked the Holy Spirit and I usually do, you know, you never know the circumstances um, just to kind of take a side note from that is asking the Holy Spirit what you should do in every circumstance is so crucial. Um, just for me personally, for example, I got, in, I got invited to go and speak to a school where there was high school students. And one of my friends, she's a teacher, and she's like, I would love for you to share your testimony to some of these high school students. And at first I was really scared <laughs> because some of you know me, um, like, you know, my story, you watched my testimony, you know, that I was homeschooled. And for me, it's, uh, it's kind of weird being in like a school environment again. And it, I don't know, it's just, it's weird for me. So I was, I, I was like, man, should I say yes? Should I go? Um, I love this girl. She's my friend. Um, she's amazing. Her and her husband are amazing people. They're great. I want to do this. But first and foremost, it's not really so much what I want. It's what the Holy Spirit wants from me. Um, what is God asking me to do in those moments? Um, because to me, that was a little bit uncomfortable. First off, um, I'm not used to speaking engagements. Uh, I just started this YouTube channel. And, and to me, I'm I'm very used to just talking to a camera. Um, and even that, that took me some, <laughs> that took me a while to get used to, just like staring at a camera and talking to a camera. <laughs> even as I'm doing it right now, I'm just like, this is so awkward. I'm in my room, just like talking to like basically nothing. Um, but, <laughs> and that cracks me up a little bit. Um, but essentially, uh, I asked the Holy Spirit and I told the Holy Spirit, I'm like, Holy Spirit, I don't know what to do in this situation. Also, it was really early in the morning. And um, if you know me, you know that I do like to sleep in. Um, I usually wake up around 9 a.m. and I start my worship session. My I'm, I go to my prayer room, spend some time with the Lord to around 12. I have like the same schedule basically every single day. Um, it's it's difficult making content, guys. <laughs> it, right now it's currently like 1:49 a.m. in the morning, so <laughs> I, I I just make content at random times of the day um, when I'm feeling the best to do them. Um, so. Yeah, so I, I, I'm like, Holy Spirit, do you do you want me to go to this high school to speak to these students? And I've never had like a speaking engagement before. Because this is one time that I went to a church and I gave my testimony there. And that was a really long time ago. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be nervous. The easy answer would be for me to say, no, I don't like I'm not going to go. Um, but I asked the Holy Spirit and I felt convicted. I felt convicted that if I were to have said no, um, it wouldn't be right. And I really felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to go. I didn't have peace if I were to have said no. And I think like just hearing from God, that's one of the things that I look for is that I look for peace. And if I don't have peace and I'm like, okay, there's a decision that needs to be made based off this not having peace. Um, so I said yes. And then I actually went there today and I gave um, my testimony and it went amazing. It went great. I think I really touched the hearts of some of those students. And I had an awesome time, and uh, I I didn't I didn't mess up or anything like that. So um, it was really cool. I got to answer some questions that they had about God and just tell them about my story, you know. So um, I think like asking and involving the Holy Spirit in everything you do is so crucial. Um, like I I cannot I cannot emphasize that enough of just how crucial that is. So for example, um, if my my friend asked me to go to the gay marriage, this is my this is my very close friend. We joke around together. I talk to him about God. Uh, he knows my life. I know his life. Um, he's still in that lifestyle. He knows I'm out of that lifestyle. 
But if you were to find someone really special and he's like, well, I want you to go to the wedding because you're my friend and I love you and I want you to be a part of this day that is is going to mean a lot to me. Um, how, how could I say no to that? You know, how can I say no to that? And that's my biggest, that honestly, that's my biggest objection today. Um, and even, even to me, I think, um, I think when I, when I, if, if I ask God that and I tell God, would you want me to go to this wedding? It's, to me, it's very difficult um, because I do believe that God would want me to go. Not because, and this is probably going to break the internet. <laughs> this is like, this is the opposite of what everyone on the internet is saying, which is, no, you should not go. No, it's a sin to go or, you know, whatever they're coming up with. Um, but to me, it's like, okay, I'm a Christian and I'm supposed to be the salt of the world. I'm supposed to be the light of the world. And yes, and um, truth does not rejoice in doing wrong, you know, just because first off, I would number one, make myself make myself extremely clear. Um, when I get received the invitation, if I, I, would, I would sit down and have a conversation with this person. I wouldn't just say, no, I don't want to go. I would sit down and I would have a conversation. I would ask them why they would want me to go to the wedding. They want me to go because they just want me to be there to share that day with them. Okay, I would tell them, this is what I believe. I'm a Christian, and I believe that marriage is between a man and a woman and God. And God. I think sometimes we forget about that. And one of one of my biggest objections as well to this whole argument or this whole issue is that um, we go to weddings all the time where people get married and God did not ask them to get married. Therefore, they are in disobedient and that marriage is illegitimate. And I think we as Christians, we make excuses for people because it doesn't make us uncomfortable. But then as soon as something makes us uncomfortable, it's like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. And I can't do that because my religious beliefs say that I shouldn't do that. Well, then if that were the case, then you wouldn't like you you can't go to any wedding that is illegitimate. And and according to God's word, any wedding without God in the center is illegitimate. Um, I did some research and, you know, people, they quote um, Genesis chapter two. For, for example, um, I went on the Gospel Coalition website and it was really interesting. I mean, I suggest you guys to go and check this website out, the Gospel Coalition. Um and one of the one of the things that they said on this website it says if i don't go so they're like answering questions if i don't go to a same-sex wedding should i go to a wrong heterosexual wedding and they basically say well technically it's not a wrong heteros it's not there's no such thing as a wrong heterosexual wedding because as long as it's a it's a man and a woman it's not wrong and i think that's wrong and i'm sorry I'm sorry to this man. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry to whoever wrote this. I'm sorry to the Gospel Coalition. Um, but I think that's wrong because uh, just because a man and a woman decide that they want to be together and they get married, that doesn't make that marriage legitimate. In the eyes of God, the only thing that makes a marriage legitimate is if he's in the center of it, right? And obviously, if it's a man and a woman, obviously, that's a, that's a well-known. We know that, right? But if a marriage is, for example, we have many examples of uh, polygamous marriages in the Old Testament, right? Are those marriages considered legitimate or illegitimate? Well, according to the gospelcoalition.org, these marriages are were not condemned as illegitimate. So the opposite of illegitimate is legitimate. So they're basically saying that, yes, polygamous marriages are legitimate because they're in the Bible. So how would I be able to defend a like a relationship with just one man and one woman um, and that being the sole like center of that marriage? You know, how would I how would I tell someone who wants to have a polygamous marriage that they shouldn't have a polygamous marriage, that they shouldn't marry more than one wife or more than one husband? How would I tell them that if this article on this website is saying, well, technically in the Old Testament, they weren't illegitimate? You know, that same person could be like, okay, well, if in the Old Testament it was allowed, then I can do it today. Well, well, of course, these people would say, these people would say, 
oh, well, technically that's not what God meant marriage to do. Just because they did it in the Old Testament doesn't mean that we should do it because that isn't what God meant marriage should should have been. You know, uh, God is like a marriage between a man and a woman. And nowhere in Scripture does it tell us that it's multiple men, multiple um, women, right? But here in this article, this is how far, this is how, this is how far straight people and Christians go um, to try to prove their point is that they will, they will reject, they will reject the, they will reject and say that a, a, there's no such thing as a hetero, like a wrong heterosexual marriage to prove to same sex, um, attracted people or people who are wanting to get married to the same sex that their marriage is wrong and that a heterosexual marriage in no circumstances is wrong. Now they did say, I ha I can't leave this part out, they did say that if a person was divorced or whatever, you know, that whole adultery thing that it's like technically there's no such thing as divorce, you can't get divorced unless someone is abusing you or, you know, um, there are some circumstances that we see in the New Testament. So no, you probably shouldn't attend. And they said that there, they're like, I wouldn't attend a, mar a, a wedding that is, um, you know, two people who are divorced because technically it's adultery, you know? So I give them that, I do. Um, but I think, I just think we go above and beyond sometimes as Christians um, to try to make some things more wrong than other things. And to me, that's the whole objection that I have with this whole gay marriage thing. It's just like, okay, if I don't go to this gay marriage, then I can't go to any marriage um, because unless I know for sure that that marriage is backed by God and I've seen the fruits of their living and their lifestyle, then no, I'm not going to go to that marriage. And I go to marriages all the time where I don't believe that these people should be together. But am I going to say something? No, I'm not going to say something. And why don't I say something? Because usually these people don't have real relationships with Jesus. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, in order for you for like if someone were to ask me oh do you believe in gay marriage i would be no i would say absolutely not i don't believe that that's a, a legitimate marriage but if someone were to ask me do you believe that a um an atheist wedding or a wedding with two christians who god did not bring together is legitimate i would say the exact same thing i would say no i don't believe that those marriages are considered legitimate just because it's two people of the opposite gender you understand what I'm saying? Like, because I believe that a marriage is three people and, and not really like three people, three physical people. I believe it's a man, Jesus, and the woman. And it has to be together. And God has to bring those people together because then people are acting within their own will. And that's not what scripture tells us. That's not what Jesus talked about. Jesus said, your main goal and everything you should do in life is to love the Father and to love people, right? So if I willingly if I willingly disobey the father and I say, well, I want to get married to this person and I'm going to invite everyone that I know just because that person is of the opposite sex doesn't make it okay. And it doesn't make make it okay for those people that I'm inviting to go to the marriage, especially if God didn't ask me to do those things and that happens all the time. Guys, I have been I have been to so many different churches. Um, where there are two people of the opposite sex getting married, and I know for sure that God did not bring those people together. I know it, I know it, I know it. Because number one, they haven't discovered their purpose, they haven't discovered their vision, they haven't discovered their missions. Um, they're more obsessed with each other than they are with God. You know, there's just so many things I can get into, but I don't want to sound negative, and I don't want to sound bitter. But it's just the truth, guys. I mean, come on. Like, if, if, you, if, you've, if you've ever been in a church for longer than like five years, I know that you've seen two people that have gone together that are not supposed to be together and God didn't ask them to go together. And if they asked you to go to their wedding, you would probably say yes. Why? Just because they are of the opposite sex. And is that fair? Is that is that right? Because when someone who is same sex attracted asks you if, you, if they if you can go to their wedding, you're like, no, I can't because it's wrong within the eyes of God. Well, technically there are a lot of marriages that are wrong within the eyes of God and you still go and you still celebrate and you still do that ceremony even though you know it's not right so to me I think that that's like a almost like a double standard um, and it's just not okay so I'm not in I'm I'm in no way saying that gay marriage is okay and that that is legitimate but I'm also in no way saying well I'm also saying 
<laughs> I'm also saying that a opposite sex, um, like a, a a man and a woman coming together, a heterosexual marriage is not necessarily okay either if God is not at the center of it. You understand? And a lot of people don't have a problem with that. And I'm thinking to myself, why don't people have a problem with that? But they have such a big problem with same-sex marriages. And really, at the end of the day, I think it's just because they're uncomfortable. And that's okay, you know? Um, we should be uncomfortable with the things that God never meant for us to happen. But we also, like, Jesus never called us to be comfortable. <laughs> Jesus never told us that things were going to be easy in this world and in this life. He never told us that things were going to that things were just going to be happy and fluffy and like comfortable and and you know, everything was just going to be perfect all the time. Um, and I love this particular website, for example. Um, it's it's called Verse by Verse Ministry. I don't know too much about the ministry, but as I was Google searching up uh, this issue, they say that um, I should attend weddings because I, I actually Googled. I'm like, okay, should I attend atheist weddings? Because if theologians say that I can attend an atheist wedding and they don't have God in the center, then I can for sure attend a wedding that is um, same-sex um, a marriage. That doesn't mean that I don't approve because at the end of the day, I don't approve of the atheist wedding either. And um, I don't approve of the same-sex wedding either. So, but if they say, oh, for, this, for the same-sex attracted one, um, you can't go. But for the atheist, you can go. How does that make sense? Like, make that make sense to me. You know, so verse by verse ministry says that I should attend weddings of people who don't accept God. And they use 1 Corinthians 5, 10 and 11 to back this up. And I'm just going to read this to you. Paul is saying, I did not at all mean with the immoral people of this world or with the covetous or the swindlers or with the idolaters for then you would have to go out of their world. But actually I wrote to you not to associate with any so-called brother if he is an immoral person or covetous or an idolater or reviler or drunkard or swindler and not even to eat with such a one. So here Paul is making it clear that we're not not to spend time with sinners because then we would literally need to leave this world because everywhere we go, that's what we're going to encounter and that's why we're here on the earth to tell the sinners about Jesus and to tell them about his love. And if I don't practice that love and commitment and um, that love that literally kills me, because that's what the love of Jesus did. It killed him. He went all the way to the cross and he died. That was the most beautiful love. He says that is the greatest love for you to give up your life for your brother, which is uncomfortable to do. <laughs> Once again, uncomfortable to do. Yes, going to a gay marriage is uncomfortable to do, especially if you don't approve of it. Um, but God knows your heart. He sees your heart. He knows you don't agree with these types of things. And he knows just because you attend a ceremony doesn't mean that you are blatantly um a part of that ceremony and you are approving of that ceremony not at all i think i think you can go to that ceremony and start messing things up spiritually and i'll tell you how in just a second but anyways going back to paul's verses <laughs> he says we can't leave this world um and and that's never what i said he's like he's like i did not at all mean with the immoral people of this world like don't don't stop being friends with the immoral people of this world he's like i'm talking about christians who claim to be Christians, but are doing all these dirty, filthy things that they shouldn't be doing, you know, um, immorality and covetousness and idolatry and all these different things. He's like, those are the people that you should stay away from, the ones that are not producing the fruit, right? The ones who are claiming to be Christians, but they're not producing the fruit. You got to stay away from those types of people. But Paul's like, don't stay away from the people who don't know God, because then how would they know God? How would they know God? So <laughs> that's my biggest thing. It's like, okay, I don't see my friend, um, my the best friend I was talking about who's in the lifestyle with me, I don't see him very often. And if he were to have a marriage, um, I would want to go to that just so I could see him. I could see how he's doing. I could see something in his life that, you know, temporarily makes him happy, even though I don't agree in that relationship. And I, I don't think that it's going to end well for him. Um, and I wouldn't want him to be in that lifestyle. I wouldn't want him to be in that relationship. Um, but how can I love him through this circumstance? How can I be there for him? Um, and at the end of the day, um, people are not going to, they're not going to remember so much what you say to them. They're going to remember how you treated them. And if I'm supposed to be leaving my mark as a Christian and loving people around me, then how, how am I, how am I going to do that to my, my friend? How am I going to 
say, no, I can't attend your wedding because to me it's wrong. Yes, it's wrong. Therefore, it's illegitimate. Therefore, this is like not even a wedding in my own mind. Um, this is like something that someone is doing on a specific day that they decide to make a commitment to another person. And in my definition of marriage, that's not marriage because a marriage is between a man and a woman and God. So that's not marriage. What they're doing is just a silly, they're, they're basically pray, playing pretend. And, and it's like, in my mind, it's illegitimate. So to me, it's not even like I'm, it's not even like I'm taking part in that marriage because I'm not like, it's not a real marriage to me in my mind. The government may, may be able to say it is to them in their mind, may be able to say that it is a real marriage, but to me, it's not. Um, so I would say, okay, you want me to be there? I'll be there for you um, to my best friend. But also, I want you to know that I don't approve of this relationship. I love you. I want you to be happy. And um, if you feel like you want to be in this relationship, good. But also, I believe that the only relationship that you should have and you should be most proud of and should be the most important relationship is your relationship with God. And if God is not asking you to be in this relationship, then you should not be in this relationship, right? So that's what I would tell them. Do you still want me to go to the marriage? Do you still want me to go to the ceremony? And if they say yes, all right, then I'll go. I'll go and I'll be there. That way they know exactly what I'm thinking when I'm sitting in those chairs, that I don't agree, that I'm solely there just to show them that I love them and that I'm going to be there for them. And, you know, it's really funny because I don't think like, <laughs> I think like some people think, oh, if I go to a gay marriage, like, God is going to disown me. Like God is, God is not gonna, he's not gonna want to be uh, intimate with me anymore. Like he's, I don't know, like somehow we're going to lose our salvation if we, if we go to this gay marriage, you know, it's like, oh, that's an abomination before the Lord, you know, um, whether it is or whether it's not, you know, um, to me, like, for example, scripture tells us that a man lying with another man is an abomination within the Lord's eyes. But there are so many other abominations within the Lord's eyes. So it's like, and we do a lot of them especially Christians. Christians mess up all the time. Um, so it's not that we shouldn't strive to not do those things. 100% we should. Um, but we also have to remember that we can't just single out certain sins and we have to use discernment and we have to ask the Holy Spirit, how can I show the love of God and, and to this person? You know, and everyone might not agree with me and I don't, I don't really need you to agree with me. I just want you to see see it from that perspective. Um, and also, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about me. You know, um, when I was in that lifestyle, if I would have found someone that my parents, they didn't want, uh, they didn't want me to be with, that would have been okay. Because I know, okay, my parents are Christians, they're not going to prove this relationship anyways. And you know what, it would have hurt me. It would have hurt me a lot. Because to me, that would have been a rejection to my identity, that would have been a rejection to who I thought I was. Um, and my parents did uh, like hurt me a lot in those types of situations. And looking back on it now, I'm like, I'm glad that they, they never, um, they never approved of those things that I did, but they definitely could have loved me through that process a little bit more. And my parents were great, honestly, like they, they weren't that there. I've heard horror stories of people. Um, and my parents were, were pretty good compared to some of those other stories. But, um, I mean, to me, like, I'm like, we can always love more in situations and still be firm to what we believe in and what we approve of. I can love you and at the same time not approve of everything that you're doing because Jesus does the same thing. Jesus loves every single person. He loves everyone. He wants everyone to be saved. This is in scripture that he desires for all to be saved, right? But does he approve of what everybody does? No. Does God even approve of everything that I do today as a Christian? No, there are sometimes that I mess up and I mess up big time. And I mess up small times, you know, um, he doesn't approve of everything. But does he leave me? Does he abandon me? No, he doesn't. He doesn't do those things either. So therefore, why should I leave or abandon my friend when they need me to show up for them when they're doing something that's important to them that may not be important to me or that is not valid within my own eyes? Should I, should I not do that for them? And what if I did do that for them? So, all right, let's take this thought a little bit further. What if I did, and by the way, guys, I've never been to any gay marriages. Once again, I've not been invited to any gay marriages. 
Um, and I'm not saying that this is exactly how I would react if I was invited. I'm just thinking through these kind of things, you know. At the end of the day, it really has to be up to the Holy Spirit whether or not I will go. So I don't know until that actually happens. But let's say I do go to this gay marriage, right? After, after asking them why, after telling them what I think, um, and they still want me to go. So I would go. And I would sit in that chair. So I love this. Okay, so I'm, I'm not comparing Christians to witches. But <laughs> did you know that there are witches that go to churches all the time? Like Christian churches? And they are not scared of us. <laughs> like they are not scared to sit down at a Sunday church and to go in there and start casting spells all over people. Whether it works or whether it does not work, that's a completely different subject. But witches are not scared. And you would be surprised at the amount of witchcraft that happens at your local community church because there are witches in disguise. Um, not to get all like conspiracy theory, you know, but there are people out there who don't have our best interest in mind as Christians. And they sit down on that pew and they start they start speaking in their demonic tongues and they start um, praying spells over people and trying to bring in demons and do as much things as they could possibly do to interrupt um, the kingdom work, right? Or to interrupt that local church uh, or to hurt people. In the same way, I don't think we should do something like that, but if I attend a gay wedding, you know what I'm going to be doing? The whole time, I'm going to be praying. And I'm going to be asking God to convict their hearts. I'm going to be asking God, and they know this already because they already know how I felt about this relationship. So I'm not on board with this relationship, but they've still asked me to come to the marriage, right? So when I'm there, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be praying for them. I'm going to be asking the Lord, God, please change their hearts. As they go up to that altar, God, um, let them feel your conviction. Help them to understand that this life is is not the life that that is meant for them and even now just thinking about it i'm getting a little emotional if you're watching this on on youtube um, but for those who are listening it's sad you know it's it's not something that i would want for somebody um and why it was so difficult for me to talk to about today because a lot of people might watch this video and they might think oh my goodness samuel would go to a gay marriage like he must not love the lord he must have no respect for the lord and it's like no i just like just like i believe this is how Jesus feels too. You know, it's like he loves them. He cares for them. He doesn't want them to go through that. He doesn't want them to be in that. But there's really nothing that he can do at the end of the day because we have free will and he's given us free will. And I believe for people like, for example, my friend who he says he's a Christian, um, I believe that it. it, it since he's declared himself to be Christian or whether or not he has a real relationship with Jesus, and you know, I'm not going to get into that, um, even though I could give my opinion, but I'm not going to. Um, I don't believe that Jesus would leave my friend in that circumstance. I don't believe that Jesus is afraid of sin because if he was, he would have never hung out with the sinners. He would have avoided them like the Pharisees do. And sometimes the Christians in today's day, we look more like the Pharisees and the Sadducees than we do like Jesus. And um, a lot of people even take that argument and say, no, that's not enough. Like Jesus hung out with the sinners, but he didn't approve of what the sinners were doing, blah, 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 blah. It's the same thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, I can be there. I can hang out with the sinners, but I don't approve of what they're doing. And I have to use discernment as to how far I can let that go. You know, like, I'm not I'm not going to go if someone is struggling with a sex addiction. I'm not going to go to the, the strip club with them, you know, or maybe I will. You know, if the Holy Spirit says, hey, Samuel, I want you to go with your friend to the strip club um, to do something that I to perform a miracle or to save a hundred, all the strippers on the stage, then I will go. You know, it's all about it's all about the relationship with the Holy Spirit, not because I want to do those things, not because I want to be there. Those things are uncomfortable for me. Um, if I had to go to a gay marriage, yes, it would be uncomfortable for me because I don't approve. That's not what scripture says. But if the Holy Spirit is asking me to be a good friend, the Holy Spirit is asking me to um, to show them what the love of Jesus looks like. And what did we just say that the love of Jesus looked like? The love of Jesus looks like giving up your own life for that person. And a lot of times, a lot of people, they don't want to give up their lives. They don't want to do things that are uncomfortable. Um, and I think that's, that's the biggest thing. It's not so much, oh, what does God think about this? Um, it's really... 
it's like, oh, this is what I think about this. And this makes me uncomfortable. And therefore, I don't want to do it. But at the same time, it's like, it's not about you. It's about God and how you can represent God. And how, for example, if me going to that wedding and me being in the back, just praying the whole time, like praying underneath my tongue or, you know, whatever, hiding it or maybe not even hiding it, um, praying that God would convict their hearts. And, you know, what if I showed up that day on that wedding day, started praying, and then my friend just has a realization and says, oh my gosh, I don't want to do that. And I'm not there in the audience to console him and to tell him, I'm so happy you made this decision. You don't have to go through this. I don't want you to go through this. I don't think Jesus wants you to go through this. Let me help you to get out of this. What if I'm not there that day, you know, to tell him those types of things? And what if I stayed home? And what if I was like, that, that's too uncomfortable for me. I don't want to do that. Um, then my friend, when he's having those doubts, he would have no one to talk to. And then maybe go through with something that he doesn't want to go through with, right? So I think that to me is, um, is super important that um, I'm there supporting my friend so that the minute that he does change his mind, I'm there to help, to help him to go towards Jesus, right? And that's the way that I kind of see Jesus too, is that you can be in any situation, in any circumstances, even in the, the dirtiest and the lowest of lows, and Jesus will meet you there. And he'll say, I'm still here. I'm here to pick you back up again. I'm here to be your friend. I'm here to love you. I'm here to care for you. I'm here to show you what holiness looks like. I'm here to tell you that you can be righteous in front of the Father again. And he doesn't abandon me and he doesn't leave me. And and that's the same type of behavior. If I'm a follower of Christ, it's the same type of behavior that I should be showing to my friends as well. And I'm not saying that I know the entire scripture or that I know um, that I'm the world's greatest um, qualification for theolo- uh, like theology or you know, the greatest theologian or whatever. Um, but I have experienced the love of Jesus and what that looks like. And um, and I can practice that. And I know what that looks like and, and to practice that. So um, I think right there and then, that's, that's why I've come up with the answer that I have. And so, you know, I would say to people who are listening to this podcast, um, take it up with the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit, how can you love this person? How would you feel when you were in your sin? People didn't agree with you. They made you feel alienated. They made you feel alone. They made you feel like they didn't care about you. And in reality, maybe one day you would see, oh, they did care about me. They just, they couldn't, you know, they couldn't have a clean conscience doing something like that. Um, but in that moment, how would that represent God? And how would God look like in that moment in their eyes? If I do not attend this wedding, and if I'm not there for my friend, um, how what is, what is my friend going to think about the God that I serve? That the God that I serve alienates people. That the God that I serve, when it gets too dirty and too rough, he's not there. Um, or even that my friend has to be something that he's not for me to accept him, um, or that he has to be cleaner or more righteous uh, for me to spend time with him. Or even to um, acknowledge certain things. So with that being said, um, I don't think I have much more to say about this specific topic. Um, Like I said, I would ask the person why they want me to go to the wedding. Then I would tell the person what I think about their relationship. If they still want me to go, I would go. I would pray the house down while I'm there. Um, I, I I wouldn't encourage any type of... I wouldn't encourage anything in that relationship. I really would not. Um, I would solely be there for my friend. They would know exactly how I feel. Um, I would be, I would, I don't even know. You know, I honestly really don't know if whether or not I would be happy or whether or not I'd be sad. I think I would be sad. Because <laughs> if even, if I'm thinking about it and I'm just crying thinking about it, I think on that day, I would just, I would, I would be like the mother of like a, <laughs> of a bridegroom or a bride just like crying. But like, not crying for joy, like crying out of sadness and like mourning. <laughs> so like, I think I would be a mess at that wedding and not for good reason. <laughs> um, and hey, if you still want me to go to your wedding and you want me to be a mess and you want me to pray and you want me to do all those different stuff uh, to convict your heart, sure, I'd go, you know, um, as long as you, as long as you get to see Jesus through my actions. 
And so um, I have a clean conscience to be able to say that. And for those of you who don't agree, you know, who knows, maybe in the future that might change. Um, but so far from scripture, from my, my experiences and uh, things I've been through, um, personally, that's how I feel right now in this very moment. And like I said, that is up to change. But uh, yeah, that, that's just my opinion right now. So uh, and then once the wedding is over, whether or not they continue that marriage, hopefully, you know, it does not last and they're able to get into a relationship with Jesus. And, you know, um, I believe in the power of prayer and I believe praying for for people like that, especially people who um, are living the homosexual lifestyle. I think it's super important um, to pray. So I wouldn't stop just at the wedding praying. Um, I would continue to pray every single day and make it my mission that God knows I'm in intercession for them and for that relationship um, so that God could uh, break something that is not of him. Um, and that's God's choice, whether he wants to do that or whether he doesn't. Um, but I, if I hear from the Holy Spirit, then it's going to be my mission because um, I'm, a, I'm a servant of the Lord. And to me, that's the most important thing is, is whether or not I'm going to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and yeah, there could be a circumstance where I have a very good friend and the Holy Spirit tells me, no, don't go to that wedding. And I just won't go, you know? Like, it really, it really depends on your relationship with the Holy Spirit. So I don't think anybody can answer that for you. And Scripture doesn't give us enough. There's no particular Scripture that says you cannot go to a gay marriage. So at the end of the day, it's always just going to come down to um, opinions. And um, we know what a, good, what a good marriage looks like, a man and a woman and God. And uh, we know what a good ceremony looks like. So um, it's really up to you guys. And so... Yeah, I think that's that's all I have to say on that particular subject. And um, it's been already 51 minutes. So, <laughs> um, like I said, this was a this was a very hard podcast uh, to make, guys. And um, I hope you can understand my perspective, even if you don't agree with my perspective. Um, some people who reached out to me, I said the same thing to them, and they said I don't agree and that they're not going to go to the wedding, you know, whatever. Um, and I respect that. I respect that. That's what the Holy Spirit is telling them to do. Um, and that's what I want to emphasize out of this whole thing. The answer is go to God. Go to the Holy Spirit. Um, allow the Holy Spirit to tell you uh, what to do. So I hope you guys have a beautiful night. And thank you once again for joining me on Christian Progress. And I'll see you next time. Peace out.